Welcome back to the Mark Hours podcast. What's good with you, Chen? Man, life is good, man. Can't complain, man. Yeah, I mean, you coming in with you coming in hot energy. You think so? If it feels that way. Okay. It feels that way. How was your week? How was your matter of fact? I'm tired of asking about how was your week. No, man. Okay. I want to ask this. Do you have any plans for this upcoming week? Like, like, what do you set to accomplish the the week that you're about to go into? Uh, not not much. Whoa, okay. Shout out to my mom. It's her birthday today, though. Shout out to mama. Happy birthday, mama. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not the time we're releasing it, but today is actually her birthday. The, the so. actual day. So, oh, okay. She actually was born. Hey, she's like my mama. My mama was born on the 22nd, I think. Mm. So, hopefully, I am not publicly getting my mother's. Dead mother at that birthday wrong. Late mother, but you know. I mean, she's dead. Okay. I miss her though. You know. So what's on your mind? You are very excited about this topic. I don't know. I how. don't know about it. excitement <laughs> is the right word. I mean, hello. I, 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 I ain't gonna lie. No, no. And when I say excited, I don't mean. I think you excited to hear my thoughts about it more than the topic itself, because I ain't gonna hold you once you. Sent me the notes to mm. to, to to this. Mm. I got scary. Yeah, man. I mean, look. Um, I I do want to warn anybody that's uh, watching this that we are going to be talking about suicide, so if that's triggering. I would uh, advise you not to watch this episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I think uh, I was curious on your your opinion of assisted suicide. I know. Uh, we had previous talks about suicide, and you're super against suicide. Yeah. Um, and so I was wondering, um, do you agree with doctors or physicians um, assisting people who are terminally ill and suffering through pain to commit their own suicide? I didn't even know that was called suicide. Assisted suicide. S- excuse me. Assisted suicide. And they give you drugs or a shot to kill you? Are you asking me? That is what it is. Oh, I'm, but I'm asking you how you feel about a physician, a doctor saying, hey, take these drugs, man. You want to go to sleep forever? What? <laughs> <laughs> is, doc- is, is, is doctor saying that? <laughs> take these drugs real quick. You want a shot, man? Uh, you, man. I don't uh, put it in that term. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because... um. When I think of suicide, yeah. I don't think of it in a terminally ill or assisted suicide, rather. Okay. I don't think of it in a terminally ill person. Mm. I think of it more of like, um, like, oh, you're perfectly fine. Yeah. I don't want to live. And when I say perfectly fine, I mean like not term, not terminally ill mm. at that. I don't want to live. And the doctor's like, all right, cool. I help you. Like I'm not thinking like your quality of life is diminished almost. You don't want to be here no more. You not will possibly the more ch- you have more of a chance of not making a full recovery. It's just it's just trashy, and them basically um putting you to sleep. I yeah. I I as as factual as that is called assisted suicide. I don't relate it to that, which is weird. My brain just it's like a mental block right there. Hmm. I, I saw a movie uh, recently. Million, okay, Million Dollar Baby. You ever seen that movie? No, I haven't, but I heard of it. Yeah, man. I, I, same. I've been I've been hearing about this for years. I was like, you know what? Let me watch it. What's this about? Shout out to the spoilers. Uh, that's going to be a lot, but you like my man's always said, keep watching, so you could tell, so you could know what happens. Okay. Um. So in Million Dollar Baby, a woman comes to a gym, meets a trainer. Who uh, trained a heavyweight champion? Okay. But the heavyweight champion before he became heavyweight champion left him uh, with another trainer. So he's at the gym, broke. He's he, you know he's just moping through life, and this woman comes in and he's like, "I don't train women. You got to go." Whoa, sexist. Yeah, nasty it was. Um, but she kept coming in every day, spending her last amount of money. Um, and she said, this is the one thing I, I wanted to do. Like I, I'm, I grew up in a trailer. 
I have no family that really loves me. I have no money, really. This mm-hmm. is the one thing I really want to do. I promise you I can make you, I can make myself a champion with your help. So they go through the whole process. She becomes, she, you know, she's she, she being everybody up. She's a natural. You know, she got the determination. She's old, too. She's like 31, 32. Yeah. It actually goes through sometimes. So she comes in at 31, but, you know, it, it spans through, I think, four or five years. See a boxer, blah, blah, blah. She starts winning. And she goes to Europe. She wins over there. She comes back. Yeah, uh, I, I think she gets a a, a a a champion. I don't know. She she fights somebody and then she gets a shot at the champion belt. Okay. She gets to the 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 fight. She's fighting a woman who fights dirty. So you know, there's a lot of cheap shots when the referee's not looking. The the woman is doing a whole bunch of stuff. So in the beginning of the fight, the the, the million dollar baby. She she's getting hit with these low blows and she not she don't know what she's doing. She, you know, she she's never been in a fight like this. So she's kinda losing a little bit. She talks to her trainer. The trainer's like, Look, this is what you have to do. So she starts beating up the woman, you know, the cheater. She starts beating her up, beating her up. Anyways, the bell rings and uh you could tell that she's beating the other woman up. Uh-huh. I think she even got a knockdown. The bell rings, the woman turns around, looks at her trainer. And then the cheater pushes her. While she's going down, the people have a chair right there. The chair kind of falls. The woman lands on the chair with her neck hitting the, hitting, hitting the, the, the chair. Okay. She becomes paralyzed. Okay. Paralyzed. Can't move. Can't, can barely talk. And like, yeah, sorry for all my people like that. Um, but that's how, that's how she is, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and through that, per- this, this is like the last leg of the movie. You know, her quality of life is diminishing even more and more. You know, she getting bed rashes. She, you know, she's uh, she, she's she, and then she asked the the trainer. She was like, "Look, I don't want to forget about me being in championship fight." Okay. Um, so can you? Take my life. Well, he she don't say it like that, but she was like, "Can you stop this?" Yeah. And he's like, "You asking too much from me. Like, I, I can't. I, I I can't put that blood on my uh-huh. hands. Like, I can't do that." So he leaves. She, he gets a call. Hey, so and so is in the hospital. I mean, so and so is uh, there's something that happened. So he rushed back to the hospital. The woman bites her tongue. They stopped the bleeding. Uh. Um, that was the first time. Second time, she bit her tongue again. They stopped the bleeding. Third time, she falls to the ground trying to, you know, move that thing. But she's paralyzed, so she can't really do nothing. Yeah, she's, she, trying, she's trying to hurt herself. Yeah, so she, she's doing this over. She's doing all these things to stop herself from living. And every time, the quality of life gets worse and worse and worse uh. to a point where he... You know, finally he says, you know what, I'm going to do this. So I think he gets, like, some shots or something, and then he administrated the shots. I think it was, like, adrenaline, gives it to her and kills her. Um, and, and he he's, I think he's, like, he kind of disappears after that, so nobody knows who he is. Criminal. Um, but uh, I think he felt really bad about that. And so that what had me thinking, like, wow, she had to ask a trainer to pour out her misery. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, hey, Doc, I don't want to do this no more. Okay. Um, and so, I, you know, that's it got me curious about sister suicide. Cause I was like, what if I'm in that position? I'm like, man, I kind of don't like this. Yeah. Why do I have to live through this? Because nobody wants to help me kill myself. But I, I think it's it's. Is deeper than that. I think with that story specifically is mm-hmm. is very uh, particular, and um, that's not the everyday experience. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? When it comes to uh, assisted suicide, you know what I mean. Like she she hurt herself, um, doing her job, being a boxer and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she fell on the chair. She, she broke her neck. She wasn't able to walk or mm-hmm. things like that. Paralyzed her for life. Right. Mm-hmm. When it comes to assisted suicide and things like that, she just her 
her thing was that I don't want to remember in this movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to remember like like not being able to like do what I love to do. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Compared to someone who's terminally ill. Her quality of life, the only quality of life that, w- that would have been affected is she can't walk. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Granted. Well, she needs to be plugged into things so she it, can't leave the it, hospital. It, it's, it's also a great quality for it to be diminished. Yeah. Not not to take away that, but organs wasn't failing in in, in that sense. As far as I haven't seen a movie, so correct yeah. me. So, so it... it it would have had to take some relearning of how to navigate through life compared to someone who is terminally ill mm. with cancer or something like that. I don't think that is viewed. I think the example that you gave, a long example, by the way, but I think, I, I think the, the example you gave is more pointing towards assisted, assisted suicide, suicide. Okay. than someone Who's who is Ill. sick. Because at the end of the day, what killed them? The disease is, is, is what got them in this position. I'm talking about the, the terminally ill person. Yeah. Not so much of someone shooting you up with something to uh, rush the process of what's going to happen. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of times those people... Okay, I see what you're saying. So, like... Okay, let us let me give you like, this example. You got lung cancer. Your lungs is gone. But let's say you have lung cancer, mm-hmm. but you're going to die in five months. But you're healthy now. But what? in five to six it's months. It's impossible for you to be healthy and you. And, and no. you. The people, it happens all the time when people are like, oh, I feel something. They go to the doctor. They say, you have lung cancer. They didn't even know they had cancer. Okay. And it's like, well, you have five to six months to live. They might have been a little, you but, know. But when I think of that, it, it got to be more than just a checkup. It got to be like you're like. For example, life support, right? Mm -hmm. Life support is a temporary fix to get the person to breathe, basically. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You take take them off the life support, they're going to die, die, Mm -hmm. right? You just can't... I just can't go into the hospital today Mm -hmm. and just find out I got lung cancer, Mm -hmm. right? There's crazy scenarios. But I got lung cancer, and then be like, Dad, since I got cancer... Can you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude, you get what I'm saying? Let's... Because I'm, I'm, I, I walked in. I'm probably gonna walk out. I'm yeah. still functional and things like yeah. that. It's more of okay on the fourth month, on the fifth month. How? Where am I? Uh, uh, uh. How am I moving? Is my quality of life affected? Mm-hmm. I don't view that as assisted suicide. I don't. My brain can't put the two and two together. It it, it 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 just can't. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's my religion. I don't know. Wait, wait. So, so just just to clarify. So, the doctors say you have six months to live. Yes. Or you know about six months to live, and you're like, hmm, okay, cool. You take some time to think about it. You start doing things that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, you quit your job. You start traveling. You spoil life, and you say, you know what? I just don't want to go through uh, the thing. I'm getting a little skinnier now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not I moving see. as fast as I am, but I'm still functional. I'm still functional. I'm not. Mm. I'm not. But I don't want chemo. I don't want nothing. I, and I don't want to be at a a, a, a much lesser Virgin version of, of myself. Yeah. So, Doc, it's been a month and a half. I thought about it. I did everything I want to do. I told people I love them. I asked, you know, I, I reconnected with people I haven't seen in a while. I'm okay to go right now. Or is that also like that's still touchy for me. Yeah. And I think that's why I use my religion. Yeah. Because for like it's not over until it's over. So there's always like that speck of hope. Yeah. Like like <laughs> until they put my body in that freezer. Yeah. And, and, and even still <laughs> I can rise again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's, it's, it's <laughs> Is that the freezer? Like, you know what I mean? So, so it, it's always that speck of hope. Like, yeah. like, do you view that as courageous, or do you view that as brave? Or like, like, how do you like, like? It's a real thing. Obviously, it is yeah. things that's going on in Oregon and why in in in, in DC and Colorado and California. These things that yeah. it happens. How do you view it yourself? I don't think I got your opinion on how you view. If if someone knows, like, six months, I'm going to die. 
but one month, two months in, they done everything they wanted to do. They started to lose some weight. They started to see something. They're like, I don't want to view yeah. myself in this way. Yeah. So just, it to me, it's almost like a, but, but like, it, you got four more months left. Like, it's, 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 as crazy as it may sound. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, for example, and the reason why I say that, my mother eventually died of a cancer. Right. But yeah. but in Jersey, when she was dying, no, she wasn't supposed to live. Uh, they gave her an amount of time to live. Yeah. And she surpassed that yeah. by years. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, I, I was there to see my mother's cancer going to remission. Mm. Because it, it can happen. So it, that's why I'm like, I don't know how I particularly feel in a way of throwing in the towel. That may be kind of insensitive to say or kind of ignorant to say, but that is how I view it um, in that particular scenario that you gave. Yeah, I, I, I'm going be honest. I think I'm with you. I, I, I'm mixed on it. I think if you don't have anybody that's counting on you, right? So it's different from like a mother wanting you to live. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, your kids wanting you to live, right? Because, like, or even a wife, you know? It's like, if your wife is, is you know, is the love of your wife, maybe you, you do this for your wife. Maybe not okay. kill yourself, but maybe you, you try to fight it for yeah. your wife. Versus, like, if you're a single man and you're like, do I want to do chemo? Like I really like that's not something I want to do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't do chemo, there's there's a high chance, <laughs> a very high chance that you probably not gonna survive. And then you like, do I want to be, you know, really frail and need you know people to help me out and walk me here? I mean, I don't. Mm. And so I think if with that with that particular scenario where you like don't really have any real dependence or anybody really count on you. I don't know. I, I'm like maybe, maybe you do give people those, those that option to be like, hey, I don't want to to fight this because it's like we kind of force people outside of those other states. But in most states, you kind of force people to have to fight, mm. uh, even if the fight is, is very unlikely. Yeah, the person could deny chemo, but if they deny chemo. They're kind of saying like. I'm going to just let it... You know, I'm going to let it take its course. Yeah, yeah. Which is the same thing. So it's like... So I think that's number one, right? Um, but if we get deeper, right? It's like... If we are allowing this for physical elements or physical, you know, sicknesses, should we then start bringing in the conversation of mental sicknesses where people who literally can't get out of bed or hate life and I'm not just talking about like you have a rough day. Yeah. But I'm talking about people who are clinically like I hate myself. Like I I just want to like all this end. Someone someone and just they eat, can't fix it. They don't even know why this. Someone who got like real bad bipolar yeah. or something like that, or real bad depression or whatever or schizo or whatever. They just say I just can't I, I live like this. I don't think that would be as as great as mental health and as a aware as great. As mental health is, and even as great as the awareness of mental health, I don't think we would ever get to that point, the point that you just described. Like, I, I, I think it has to be something, like, physical. I think that's where you go meet your boundary of, even if somebody is battling with, like, terrible depression or terrible whatever, Yeah, they're not going to um, assist in that. I don't see it happening that way. I do. Really? I mean, you already got the... Um... Uh, my body, my choice. That's just got to lead into everything else. Right now, it's just abortions. But if abortions are allowed to happen, why can't your own body, why can you not take your own life? I don't know. It, it, it's, it's a strange... It's a strange topic. It is. It, it, it's a strange, uncomfortable topic. It's a strange thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. It goes against everything that I believe in. Which is... Uh, so everybody's clear that you shouldn't take your life. Okay. That as a Christian, uh, you shouldn't uh play God in that way. Mm. The one who is the giver of life. Um, but I understand scenarios of um the uh woman having the choice to have a baby. Yeah. Um, scenarios that they have been forced in. 
uh, scenarios that uh, just a choice. You get what I'm saying? But it's just so strange of somebody to say like, "Oh, I'm I'm Gucci. I'm fine with what I've done in my life so far." Um, you you keep hitting the mic; it keeps coming through. Oh. Um, I'm 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 cool with what's going on with my life. I'm done. Mm. That is such a strange, a strange feeling. Like it, it, it it's it's. It's weird. You get what I'm saying? If if that's the case, dude, we put an age limit then. On what? On, on suicide? On when you get to choose that. Yeah. I mean, we do it now. Put an age limit on everything. So what would be the age limit? 18. Whoa. I just feel like that's too young. Because I, like, I, I feel like you don't know life like that. 21? I was thinking more like 40. Why would 40? Because like it's I consider that like the 18-year-olds the who want BBLs. Like it's kind of like oh well, my like eighteen years in the army, but so I they I, allowed to take life, but they they allowed to take other people's lives, but they not allowed to take their own. Uh, that's not right. But I, I mean, somebody got to do it. Four years, make the four years do it. But they not, but <laughs> but they not physically able to do it. <laughs> okay, but at least with a forty year old. <laughs> so no, 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 no. My whole point is at least with a forty year old, uh-huh. they can be like, um, hey, I live forty years. Mm. The next forty years. I, it's not looking up for me. I want to throw in the towel. Compared to an eighteen-year-old, to where, if you look at the pattern of eighteen-year-olds, mm-hmm. or look at the pattern of how life starts, mm-hmm. it's always hard in the beginning. It's always tough in the beginning. No, that's for not true. for majority of people, yes, it is. It's uh, tougher as an eighteen-year-old than it is for a four-year-old. Yes. Wow. Yes. You, you for can't... sure, you don't have more. Most of the time, you're not established. You don't have money. And things like that compared to a forty-year-old. But more people are taking care of you at eighteen than at forty. No, I get, and, but I get that. But that's what I'm saying. For someone to speak of life in the sense of, like life, like like it doesn't go up from here as an eighteen-year-old compared to a forty-year-old who have at least how many years is that? Is that twenty-two? Twenty-two years from eighteen mm-hmm. of like a hey, from from the time I was an adult. Twenty-two years I've been going through this. It, it haven't been up. It actually got worse. Compared to an eighteen-year-old who just became an adult, mm-hmm. they'd be like, "It doesn't get up, go up from here." It'd be like, no, "You're kind of speaking from an ignorant place. You're not speaking from a place of knowledge at that point." So that's why I'm like, I wouldn't put it at eighteen. Like, if you're gonna take your life just off the strength of the, and when I say take your life, I'm talking about assisted suicide. I'm not yeah. talking about suicide. But if you're going to do assisted suicide outside of the ramifications of you being terminally ill. Or 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 you having some type of mental health issue, and you just like I just want to do it because it's my body, my choice. Doctor, help me with this. I do not believe that it should be administered to an eighteen year old. So, and this is based off of you not thinking they're wise enough to know at yes. eighteen to take your life. Yes. But what makes you say that? Like outside, like they haven't lived enough life. Cause, outside of, cause there's a lot of eighteen year olds that live more lives than both of us put together. They seen a lot more than we have. I they done a lot more than we have. Okay, but there's also and also I've been eighteen before when things was bad, and I can say from eighteen to but not eighteen to the point where you want to commit suicide. But listen to what I'm saying. It's not about the result of what I'm saying, Chen. It's about, oh, I remember when I thought this was rock bottom and I thought I wasn't going to get myself out of this situation, but mm-hmm. I did. But you didn't want to commit suicide. But it's, but so was it as bad as somebody that wanted to commit suicide? I don't believe in it. So so the thought wouldn't even come in my mind. I'm not saying that's... I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying... Well, no, no. The thought could come in your mind and you not believing it and you stop yourself from committing suicide. That's different than possibly. the thought never coming in your possibly. mind. Possibly. So you never even had to contemplate suicide. Whereas somebody who's contemplating suicide at 18, that, that's kind of more rock bottom than you not even contemplating. I agree. But I'm saying... So you automatically think, and just let me make sure I get it for clarification, yeah. that if anyone... Con- if anybody contemplates suicide at 18, mm-hmm. that their life is worse than someone who doesn't contemplate suicide at 18. That's objective. I don't know. No, I, no, so I, I can't asking. say I can't say it's so, worse. So, but for them, 
they're at a lower point than you are. Okay, so I'm saying, even if you was to comp, even if you was to contemplate it, mm-hmm. right? How do you not? How do you know that things won't get better? You don't. But even at forty, you don't. But at least with forty, I have twenty two years of being like, from the time I was an adult, it haven't been up. Compared to eighteen year old who's freshly into that adulthood, who only been alive for eighteen years at that, it's kind of like you really don't have the data to like back that it's not gonna get better. If you're a life man sucking for the last ten years, why not? You was eight. Okay, you could have been touched as a kid, but those, abused but, as but, a kid, but Ken, those are very, been sold very into, dramatic, very dramatic. Okay, for those those dramatic explanations, do they allow to get? Uh, assisted suicide for those no. dramatic even though they went through all those things whilst you, you you just haven't been no able to... because there are people who are 60 year old who was touched at a young age and things like that there's people who was 55 year old and, you... and, and and have proven that they can function and move past that situation but that's like saying oh because he escaped slavery we should all escape slavery why are you judging somebody else's life off of, and off of what I should do I don't want to go through it so I'm 18. I don't want. I don't want to live another 20 years to to determine if uh, I I, sh- I I'm gonna be okay at 40. And this is your argument towards my body, my choice. Uh, towards? I, I won't even say towards. I'm saying at 18, if we allow people to commit. This is the premise. If you're saying people should, if we're we not even arguing if people are allowed to do it or not. Okay. We're not even arguing that. We arguing the age. I'm saying at 18, if you're allowed to go into the army. And kill people. At eighteen, you're allowed to smoke. At eighteen, you're allowed to do all these other things, right? And why should you not be allowed to kill your own self? Assisted suicide. Okay. No, no, no. Get drugs. That, from, ha- that has to be very specific. Yeah, get or, drugs or, from or, a physician. Or else we gonna get flagged, and they gonna ban our channel. Assisted suicide. Yeah, assisted suicide. I just don't believe in it. Okay, you don't believe in abortion. I don't believe, but I see a logic behind it, though. Like, like, wait, it, wait, wait, like wait, wait. when I say I don't believe in it, it's something that you don't see the logic in, in suicide. I don't see the a logic in an assisted suicide by a physician towards an eighteen-year-old who is perfectly healthy and not mentally ill. No, I do not. Okay, that's different. That is the scenario that I I, I literally just gave. I said put an age to it. I said, oh, you said that's what, not mentally ill. Well, that's not. That's not mentally ill. Okay. So, as, as in an actual diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's different than the scenario that I was given. How so? I said that person is depressed or has bipolar. No. So. I'm saying, okay, I give you that. But I'm saying towards my point towards an age, mm-hmm. it wasn't towards a mentally ill person or wasn't towards a someone who's terminally ill. It was strictly on. If you're going to do that, yeah. put an age to it. And I think the age should be 40. I wasn't thinking mentally ill or physically ill. I still say 18, though. But, I mean, if I don't, I don't agree with, I don't know if I agree with it or not. If you should be able to essentially kill yourself, I'm still contemplating that. But, but let's say, let's but skip pr- that. But let's the- skip all that. I still say 18. And you know what? You go to a physician, you go to a psychiatrist, you go to all these people, and they would determine if you're allowed to do it or not. So basically putting, basically putting boundaries there so it can be checking balances to make sure. Yeah. I I can see that. But I don't... This is just an interesting topic that you took something that is meant for... Terminally ill. Terminally ill mm-hmm. people. So to put it in layman terms, people who's going to die anyway. Are they? Yes. Okay. That's... Terminally ill. That's, that's the meaning behind it. Yeah, right? yeah. So, in a way, objectively, I can say, oh, assisted suicide, mm-hmm. right? But you was going to die anyway. There's nothing. That's why I say anything outside of that circle that. that What's going to die? A year? Or six months? It, two it, does, months? it doesn't matter. So, like, everybody's going to die anyway. Of course, everybody's going to die. But, but, but come on, Chen. You, you're, you're a numbers guy. Mm-hmm. There is a. The probability of me living mm-hmm. without this terminally ill disease mm-hmm. is way higher than someone who's already on. And mind you, this is not someone who is just diagnosed with it. Mm-hmm. Terminally ill, 
probably throughout the latter stages of whatever illness that is, Mm -hmm. that's basically like it actually hurts more to be alive Mm -hmm. than it is to be dead. Okay. So let's not just do wordplay here. Like, like, come on. So my thing is, outside of the ramifications of that, it's hard for me to see it any other way that I would accept it. So we go from that. Okay. Let's go to somebody who's chronically ill and hurts them every day to live, but they're not going to die anytime soon. Okay. I would say that person has more right to to commit assisted suicide than the person that's going to die in four or six months. You only got to last four or six months while this person got to last, quote, unquote, maybe a lifetime. Okay. Okay. We're going from that. Let's say somebody that has been dealing with depression all their life. We're going now to the mental. They've been dealing with depression for 10 years. But this antidepressants. They try antidepressants. They try what's it called. They try all these things. These things have not gave them the quality of life that they seek for. For 10 years. From 8 to 18. I'm even going. I'm skipping all the steps. I'm going all the way straight to my point. From 8 to 18. They've been hating life. This person is not. I would say that person is probably. It just has the same amount of right. Anything out of the ramification. Any not even ramification. Anything out of the rim mm-hmm. of what assisted suicide was defined for. Yeah. I don't think it should be practiced. Well, I mean, there was one time people didn't think assisted suicide should be practiced. True. So, and granted, I mean, I don't and, know. And, and, and to your point, it's you not mean. legal in every state. So. I agree. So, so I mean, what it was designed for? It was as that I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like it was designed for terminally ill, but at one point it wasn't. It wasn't even allowed for terminally ill. Mm-hmm. So it could be designed for mentally ill. It could be designed for chronically ill. Yeah, it could be designed for anybody. I, I mean, that doesn't like we like laws are shaped based off of the people and the generation that they live in. I don't, I just, I can't, my mind won't go there. Yeah, I mean, this is how I, I view it. I don't think I'm, a, I don't want to commit suicide, so I won't be doing it. If I happen to be diagnosed with a terminally ill, I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through the chemo. Okay. I'm going to go through the, the, the surgeries or whatever I have to do Mind to you, survive. Can I add but, this, this little caveat? Yeah. The reason of going through the chemo is for the potential of getting better. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I just wanted to add that in there because for some people, or just based off what we said earlier in the conversation, some people say I don't want to um, take chemo because yeah. I because I don't want to go through the the things of you know losing weight and potentially going through all these things. Yeah. But even though. Those are the side effects of chemo. The goal of chemo is to give you hope of getting rid of that cancer. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hope, though. It's a chance. It's probability. I mean. And and, and I think that's what hospitals were created for, to, like, give people at least a chance of survival. So that's why when, when, when I, when you bring that example to me, or when you speak of that outside of the uh, outside of the arena of giving people hope of survival, mm-hmm. even though it's a it's a it's a cost, it's a sacrifice. Yeah, you may lose some weight, it go hurt. Kidneys make your other, your other organs may be affected, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, even though your organ, excuse me, may be affected, that's not worse than the cancer that we're trying to kill. So it's like is this still an objective? So that's why I'm like it's hard for me to see it outside of that realm but i get it from the point of you saying you basically saying look if if they feel this way and, and it's their life you know what i mean they should have the right to do it or the resources oh so you want to go a step further with like let's give them the tools for them to that's what the sister suicide is okay i mean do you have the right to do it i guess not but if you really wanted to that's a different topic that we probably shouldn't even touch. Um, but yeah, I, 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 and this is controversial. I, I'm just I'm replaying a lot of things. I don't believe in suicide. I just want to put that out there because, um, but it, it 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 does it does worry me that I don't want to say it worries me. I I think we do have this thing of preserving life, and I think it's just innate in us. 
And then because we say, I want to live, you should also live. And then also we hear stories of people who wanted to commit suicide and, and you know, they, they tried it, failed at it, or they thought about it and somebody talked them out of it and they're happy for it, right? Yeah. You hear those stories, but you also hear the stories of the person that tried it numerous times and then the final time they finally got it down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Sometimes they do it and they doesn't. So it's but that's that's everything in life, you know. There's some people that like certain things. There's certain people that don't like certain things. There's certain people that go through, you know, uh, uh, a thing that they thought would make them better. I was going to use an example, but I want to stay away from that. And then there's some sometimes other people go through that same thing that they thought would make them better and regret it. And so it's like, and I think the only thing about this is that it's a permanent choice. And people are scared of this permanent choice because as soon as you take, as soon as you make this choice, you can never take it back. Mm-hmm. You can't cover it up like a tattoo. You can't, you know. I mean, I guess the other thing is, you know, cutting your finger or a limb off. But you know, I don't, I don't know why you ever want to do that. But, but all these things are not just things. All these things are to rather solve a problem, and that, and and that's, and I think, um, that's is why it's kind of viewed, kind of. In a in a weird way with me, nobody's not nobody. If 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 everybody had a choice, nobody wants to cut off their finger. Yeah. Usually, they cut off a finger to preserve their life. Their life. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So so or or exactly or just the other limbs. So for someone to be like, oh, I don't want to preserve my life. Mm-hmm. I want you to help me, like, in my life. Mm. And there's nothing terminally. Like, like basically, like you're not, like you're not already on this path. We, we would have to put you on that path. Mm. It's, it's, it's weird, and it's, and and when, and when I say it's weird, it just, it's, it's a weird thought that going through my, my mind, and um, because it's, 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 it's sad in a way, mm-hmm. but I guess the bravery is that like you came up with this decision. I guess. I don't personally view it that way. I don't think I don't know if it's brave. I don't know if it's brave, but I, I think it's more sad than anything. And 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 I question it more. I question it more. I get it in the whole hospital sickness aspect, but you think it's gonna leak out to other arenas, especially how prevalent mental health is. I why don't we give more resources? Mm-hmm. Besides giving resources to help with assisted suicide, yeah. get more resources to help these people who are dealing with these things. Yeah, I mean that that's happening. But but but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like my thing is the antidepressants today. Mm-hmm. This is a guess. I, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the podcast, right? Yeah, I'm sure the medicine for for depression is better today mm-hmm. than it was when it was first introduced. It is. So it's like, why are we automatically jump into like the end of like you know what we. We gonna help you. Mm-hmm. You know what? Make this decision that that like you want. We gonna assist you. You well, know, it goes back to my point. It's like you have a psychiatrist that go through a process, mm-hmm. go through all these different methods, and at the end of that method, they still want to do it. Let's say you have to go through therapy for five years before you Dang, do this. Five years. <laughs> Maybe that's probably what you have to do, and you have to prove that you went through this. <laughs> we are hoping you forgot, <laughs> <laughs> or you have to, you know, take antidepressants for a year or two before mm-hmm. you. So it's like you have to. So that's I'm saying you gonna have these boundaries and these uh, thresholds that you have to go through before you get to the to the final point where it's like okay I did everything I you told me to do mm-hmm. and I still don't feel like being here. Mm-hmm. I'm saying okay, who are we as a society to stop them from doing this? And, it's, and, and, and it, I mean it goes back to a lot of things. I think it's just reshaping how we think about giving people agency to live their life. You know, because we might have a conversation about this, legalizing all the drugs, heroin, cocaine, fair enough, not fair enough, but, you know, all the other drugs. Like legalizing and then providing a, a safe way and a, a monitor way where people could do this without – because if, if somebody is – and then one, I think one, it would cause more people to open up and seek these things. Mm-hmm. So you have more people come in and say, hey, I have these thoughts. 
blah, blah, blah. If we provide these resources where they say, you have to go through all this before we even give you anything. And it's like, okay, cool. We might prevent a lot of people from doing it themselves because they will come to us and go through that and it might help some people too. It will probably help a lot of these mass murderers who really want to commit suicide, but they want to be remembered before it. Which I'm happy that we get a little desensitized, which is another topic. It sucks, but at least we're not making these people famous no more. I don't know these people that be committing these mass murders, mm-hmm. and they're not getting these national attention like we used to. So shout out to that, but it sucks that we are getting desensitized. That's a different topic. But it will, it, I think it will also provide an avenue where we could catch a lot of these people who have these violent thoughts, who want to end the world and do all these and take a, you know, racist. But who... <laughs> Who who have these violent thoughts? We could catch these people at early through this funnel, through this process, um, and then. But also, it's like as a society, and I keep saying this: as a society, where is our end of okay? We help you, but we allow you to make the final decision about whatever you want to do. We give you the resources that you don't have to go down this path, where you don't have to make this decision. But if we have failed you overall, why are we making you go through this suffering? But, but you're not even saying that, in, in my opinion. I think you're, you're, you're not only saying, you're, you're not saying not only are we going to stop you, mm-hmm. we're going to we're gonna help you, we're going to yeah. assist you in this. Yeah, so you can do it safely. We don't want you blowing up your brains True. with a gun. Like, we don't want you falling off a roof. Like, we're gonna, what we're going to do, we're going to put you in a nice white room. Why I be white? What color do you want? You want you wait, you want to go to Mali, Bali? Okay. You wanna see the beach? Yeah, we're gonna put you in the beach. We're gonna give you a little little whiskey. So basically you go so basically it's basically the it's basically death row for people who are not prisoners. To where you get They the- want death row. It's not like we 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 are like, you know, putting them in electric chairs. I mean, they're not doing that now. They just inject you with medicine. That's what they do with death row. Yeah. So, so, ba- so basically, it's death row. You get whatever meal you want yeah. and things like that. But instead of it being a punishment in the sense of death row, it'd be a safe way to assist people who want to your, your decision. Yeah. that's I, I would say that's number one. But it's like, it's like, I don't know why I keep calling this man, but Kanye West, he was saying, you know, I don't want to eliminate abortions, but I do want to provide other ways to assist um um what's it called it uh people who have children that don't have the resources to take uh-huh. care of them i think you're right there need to be resources that you assess people with these mental that's really the issue like mental illness. <laughs> like the issue is not the issue because those resources don't work but real resources then like like what do you mean real like resources? my thing is Many times than not, this is not an every case scenario. Uh-huh. That many people make that many people make that fatality decision yeah. because they feel like there is no other choice. Yeah. Meaning there's no other resources to help with what other issue they have. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how about we put our energy towards creating, like your man Kanye said, other solutions that can be a possibility. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. How about okay? How? What about adoption? Like, what is the process to that? Are 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 we getting these kids good families? Mm-hmm. Are we? Are, and and I hate to use this word, but are we shipping them out to to families that need uh kids and okay. stuff like that? That want kids and things like yeah. that. Of course, you know there's the vetting process and stuff like that, background checks and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, these orphans and these. In, in these other things, it has to be a safe. It has to be a safe environment for everything. In a sense of, okay, this is a crazy example. I have a child. I don't want this child. Okay. Right? Is the system? Because we always talk about, oh no, be careful. Or your child will fall into the system. You don't want your child to fall into the system. Mm. How good if the system was good, or at least you know safe in some factors. Mm. It wouldn't be viewed as, oh, no, your child will fall into the system. Mm-hmm. It would have been actually viewed as a safe place, as a safe haven. Like, okay, you don't want to take care of this baby? And I'm just using abortion as an example because that's what you said. Okay, 
they go be a they go be in a system. Besides somebody saying, "Okay, let me take in all these orphans these, and keep mm-hmm. them in," it should be like, "Okay, good. Right. O- 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 okay, at least we know that we have a system that would take care of these kids safely, mm-hmm. give them the education that, and and possibly give them a good family that can restore or even build that bridge." That was not there to begin with. Yeah. So that's what that's what I mean by like building resources or giving resources or potential or even just the attempt before just out here just saying, you know what, I don't want a baby. Um, I'm just going to uh, end it. And granted, that's just an example. I'm not saying that uh, that's the case and everything, but I'm just saying that's what that's how I view things when it comes to resources. I mean, that sounds great. I mean, no, it's it's, de- it's definitely not reality. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds great, but it's a lot more complicated and a lot harder to For sure. achieve. Um, and I think in the meantime, so I do. So you know, I'm not I'm not oblivious, right? Like there is a very grave danger to all this, where because we make suicide normalized or normalized suicide, or we, because you know we make it a a thing where it's it's out in the open. It might be like, hey, you know what? I might just go get one of them pills, man. Trendy. Yeah. Even though, even with the boundary, people could fake it. People could fake all the boundaries. Like, yeah, I went to therapy for five years and they just had somebody, you know, for somebody's copy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you don't know um, where that leads to, right? Um, but that's the thing, you know? It's like, it, I remember we was, I was talking to a, a friend, a black friend, so... But you know, Republican still, and he was. We was talking about you know the education system. And he's like, man, we need to pay teachers more. You know, we need to you know uh, help the kids learn. You know, more STEM classes. And, yeah. And put, but it's like, yeah, that sounds good, but it's hard to do those things. It is. It's hard to do those things. And so, in the meantime, what do you do? I mean, like, are you just gonna hope for somebody to to have that magical fix? And right now, mental health is a very new thing. I'm not saying we should administer, you know, self-assisted suicide in all those areas. I think there's a lot of research and, you know, my ignorance in, in all those areas is, is is high. So I can't really say if it's okay. I could just give you my, my opinion based on the limited knowledge that I have. But I do want people to question what is this obsession of everybody must live no matter what. Because uh, even I have it. Like I, I feel, I feel weird even thinking about, you know, somebody who's terminally ill saying I want to take my life. I'm like, yo, just try, try to to live, mm-hmm. right? But I can see it in the other end, like it sucks. It to sucks. Be sick. It yeah, sucks to be sick. sick in your in your in the hospital all the all, you know all, and then every day you're getting worse and worse, you know. I, I get it. Are you in constant pain? Like, so it's like I get that, but then it's like I don't know what depression feels like. I don't know what what I know what it feels like to be sad. I don't know what it feels like to be depressed. And so I'm like, is that is that are we minimizing that pain? Are we minimizing that 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 hurt? Because um, we saying you know someone who's hurt all the time physically. Is that worse than the person that's mentally hurt all the time? Doesn't want to be here all the time? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I agree with you. We do need to investigate in, in, in how these resources uh, or what these resources are. We do need to get better with, you know, not just mental health, right? There's, we would, You would think right by now that cancer would be a, 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 a curable thing. Not just a beatable thing, but a very curable thing. But... And we do invest a lot in cancer, in, you know, cancer research, but yeah. there's still a lot that we don't know. Yeah. And so I don't know if this is a meantime answer or you're right. Maybe it's, it's, it's not an answer. We do just more in the other direction where we just provide more resources. Yeah. And I think that probably be my final word in the sense of I believe in investing in resources to help um, for to give you basically all the options before I want you to have the freedom of the decision, Mm. but I don't want you to make a decision based on limited options. I want to give you all the options. Yeah. Options that you probably didn't even think was an option. 
of like, oh no, like I understand you're going through this, but we have this medication, we have this program, we have this, we is we have options. And if you still feel that way based off of not the illusion of options, actual options that can help or assist you in whatever, then okay, I'm all for you having that freedom of choice. Yeah. But I want you I don't want people to make a choice based off of A and B when there was a CDEFG available to choose as well. If they could see it all and be like, I did that, doctors shoot me up, cool. You get what I'm saying? But that's just how uh, I think we should invest in resources to help people more and to move them along through this uh, journey than to help them cut it short. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, you know, not only with assisted suicide, I think that's that's most things in, in the medicine arena, you know. I think we don't give people enough resources or options, you know, usually surgery mm-hmm. or, you know, some type of uh, uh, procedure that gravely uh, decreases their quality of life, yeah. you know, um, versus like, hey, we're going to set you up with a, you know, a physical therapist or a dietitian, shout out to Tornia. Uh, a dietitian to help you manage these things yeah. or, um, you know, do preventative care. You know, I think instead of catching somebody where they're depressed, how do mm-hmm. you prevent somebody from being depressed? So I think all these things um, is, is are things that we should we should definitely take into into play before it's just a suicide. Um, but, I, you know, I, I do question the, the idea of preventing people from doing it because it's like – we live in a society where we allow people to do almost anything else, everything else, you know. Uh, and it seems like we're doing that more and more. So, heroin, cocaine, hey, we about to get very acquainted in a couple of years, man, when I they legalize so. y'all. <laughs> when they legalize y'all, be in them clinics, man. I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, man. That's how I'm going to be. I'm doing all the drugs when I'm turning 65. You told me this, but yeah. I don't. I don't believe you. I'm gonna be wild. I don't believe you. I'm gonna be wild. I'm be doing what that what that drug that Joe Rogan be doing, Kawasaki. I ain't gonna accuse that man. <laughs> uh, Kawasaki. <laughs> uh, no, that's what he said. He said on this podcast, elk meat. That's um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, I think you know there's there's a lot of ton of of work both in not just the mental arena, but both you know physical and mentally. So so yeah, man. Man, make sure y'all subscribe to the show, like, leave a comment, and we'll see y'all next week. Blessings.